sorry I'm late. I could not find a parking place. Oh, Allison, you're not late. It's only 9.50. Oh, good. I guess we're the punctual ones. Oh, good. We're the early birds. I wonder how many from the evangelism class will show up today. I hope it's a big group. Oh, Safety in numbers, you know. A lot know. of people signed up. Um, oh, Bill will be here for sure to lead the outreach. Okay, good. Margie just had knee replacement, yeah. so I don't think we'll see her. I'm hoping there's going to be at least seven or eight of us. Oh, me too. You know, I think I'm just going to lay back and observe today. I've never done any real live street witnessing before. I'm just going to ease into it slowly over time. I wouldn't count on that, Miss Wallflower. <gasps> Bill's going to push you. The day we signed up, he said he wanted us to be bold and let our light shine. I know, but I have a small, soft light, more like a candle. God makes us all different, you know. Some are searchlights or spotlights or even flashbulbs. But me, well... Feeling nervous? Oh, yes. Oh, I woke up with a knot in my stomach. I thought to myself, I wonder if I have the flu. I might have the flu. I wouldn't want to spread that around. Maybe I should just stay in bed. What made you soldier on? Oh, sadly, my pride. <clears throat> I hounded David to take the class with me. It's not his thing. So, obviously, he refused. I went on and on about the Great Commission and our duty. I was so holier than thou, there was no way I could bail today and live it down. So here I am, St. Allison of the flickering candle. Oh, husbands will do that to you. So, how's that knot in your stomach now? Better? Oh, no, actually, it's worse. Maybe I actually have the flu. I don't know. Maybe I should... Oh, dear. It's Bill. Hello? Oh, no. Are you all right? What happened? Oh, bless your heart. <clears throat> okay. Well, I could come and... Oh, okay. Are you sure? Right now, it's just me and Lene. All right. Yes, we will pray. <clears throat> what? Oh, it's Bill. He's had an accident on 169. He's fine, but he's waiting for a tow. So when should we expect him? <laughs> we shouldn't. He isn't coming. Oh. He said we'd be fine. I don't know. This is all a bit... Should we just call it off? No, no. God knew this would happen. Nothing takes him by surprise. Let's just think of this as a challenge, a test. I hate tests. Oh. True, false, matching, multiple choice. I hate all of them, and this is the worst kind of test of all. It's a pop quiz. <laughs> Do you see anyone else coming? Oh, is that Danielle? Uh, no, that's a billboard. Oh, well, it is kind of far away. She does have the same kind of hair. 
If you say so. Oh, I must need glasses. <clears throat> we can't be the only ones. Allison, we're going to be fine. This is the Lord's work. God will be with us. Jesus told us to go make disciples. We took the evangelism class. We've done all the role plays. We're ready. I don't think I'm ready. In theory, it sounds easy, but I just don't know. Allison, you're great in the role plays. You're a pro. But those were role plays. Everybody got saved. <laughs> Nobody called me a hater or a Bible thumper. The role plays were fixed in our favor. The game was rigged, Lene. Yeah. <laughs> These are real people out here. And in case you haven't noticed, Christians are not all that popular in some circles these days. Allison, we're just being nudged out of the nest. It's time to fly. Nudged out of the nudged out of the nest. Oh, Lene. I saw this documentary the other day. It was just awful. It was about this coastal bird, the great auk or something like that. They build their nest high up on the cliffs above the sea. And the parents stop feeding their little chicks and they go down to the beach below and start calling their little chicks to jump before they can even fly. And there were these eight little babies peering down at their parents so trustingly, so interestingly. <clears throat> but the parents kept calling. And one by one, they jumped. Allison. And they can't fly. They leap out of the nest and they spread their little wings. And they can't fly. And one by one, some of them even smashed against the rocks like little kamikaze pilots, like paintballs exploding. Ew. What's wrong with these parents? Allison, are you finished? Of the eight little chicks, only three survived. Sweetie. For three weeks, I've sat in an evangelism class beside a sweet, sane woman named Allison. You keep going on like this, I'm going to need to see some ID or get the name of your court-appointed guardian or something. Mm -hmm. I know. I can be a babbler. I guess I hope if I keep talking, we'll forget while we're here. Oh. I do want oh. to do this. I know that people need Christ. I am just suddenly terrified. You know what? Why don't we just have a seat on the bench and collect ourselves, shall we? Okay. But we might want to wait until next week when Bill and the others can join us. Or we could go get a bite of lunch and think about it some more. First of all, it's only 10.05. Oh. It's too early for lunch. Secondly, after that bird story, I don't have much of an appetite. Is it rejection you're afraid of? Yeah, I guess so. Is that bad? No, I'm afraid of rejection too, it's human. And I feel inadequate. What if I don't have the right answers? Or what if I can't find the right Bible verses? 
Here, we've got our copies of the four spiritual laws. It's got the plan of salvation and all the key verses. We've got our church invite cards. Mm -hmm. And then we've got our next steps booklets. These are all wonderful, well-developed resources. Okay, so now I say we bite the bullet and start talking to people. The first approach will probably be the toughest, but I think it'll get easier after that. Okay, we will cross the Rubicon, but you're going first, right? Let's just decide who we're going to talk to. Oh, that guy over there. Oh, he's on the phone. I bet he didn't want to be disturbed. Allison, everyone is on their phones. Yeah, but he's really texting. It might be important. See that couple over there? No phones. Oh, yeah, but they've got their little ones with them. You know how people are today about strangers approaching their children. Lots of times we live in. What about that lady? Oh, she looks nice. Really nice. I bet she's already a Christian. You can tell. <laughs> she's got the glow. Him. Oh, mean. He's mean. Them? Well, don't you think they look kind of high? They're big and, well, drugs make you do unpredictable things, you know. I tell you what, let's just stay here and we'll pray for them. Oh, enough. Oh, hi, ma'am. How are you today? Huh? Hi, my name's Lene, and I was wondering if I could just talk to you and ask you a few questions. Is this some sort of survey? Well, not exactly. Do you know if you would go to heaven if you died today? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. I hope so. Well, I know I have a heavenly home because of what Jesus did. You see, sin separates us from God, and... Uh, oh, I, I see what this is. That, that book looks kind of long, and I, I'm really in a hurry today. Oh, it's not that long, really. It's mostly just pictures. You see, this is fallen man over here, and over there, that's holy God. And there in the middle, that's uh, the... Look, like I said, I, I am in a hurry today. Hey, I, I'll read your stuff, but I've got to go. Okay, well, can I pray for you, or...? Um, no, not today. Allison, she took the tract. I, it wasn't that hard. I didn't get to lead her through it, but... She wadded it up and threw it away. What? See? Rolling across the sidewalk. Oh, and now it's in the street. Litter bug! Well, that's rich. She didn't even wait till she got out of her line of sight to throw it away. Why'd she even take it? She probably didn't want to be rude. Hmm. Well, that's all right. At least we made the first approach. That wasn't altogether bad. I think the next one will be easier, so you're up. Why don't we do it together? I'll go with you, but I want you to do the talking. I'll stay. Oh, yeah, I'll jump in if you need any help. So now how do we start again? Okay. So approach with a smile. Okay. Introduce yourself and say, do you know if you would go to heaven if you died today? Hello, sir. Yes, can I help you? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, my name is Allison. Okay. Uh, do you know? Do, do you know what time it is? The time. You've got your phone right there in your hand. My battery's dead. It's uh, ten thirteen. Okay. Thank you. Have a blessed day. 
do you know what time it is? Oh, Lenae, I went blank and I froze and I lied. My phone, my battery's not dead. I froze and I lied. This is bad. I am a very bad Christian. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up over it. You told him to have a blessed day. That's a seed, right? Oh, you're very kind. If David could see me right now, he'd be laughing his head off. Oh, let's not lose heart and momentum. I'll talk to the next one. But you just, you know, stay close. Okay. And if you feel led, just... Jump on in. Okay. I can, I can do that. Okay. Oh, hi, sir. Can uh, I? I don't want to hear it. I don't give money to people on the street. Oh, no, it's not about. I don't need to hear your story. I've heard them all. Let's see. Your child is sick, and you don't have the money for medicine. Oh, no, I. I... Oh, your car's out of gas, and you need to fill up so you can go to Muskogee or Pahaska or wherever, to see your aunt who's hey. dying in a cancer ward. Listen, if I give you money, you'll just spend it on booze. Oh, no. I'm not an enabler. No. Oh, say, there's a shelter just down the street. Why don't you go there? They can help you. Allison, he thought we were homeless. Homeless alcoholic. <laughs> Do we look like homeless alcoholics? Do we look like homeless alcoholics? I think we need a new approach. <clears throat> Maybe we've done enough for one day. No, let's not quit yet. I just, I think we need to introduce ourselves as church members. That way people will know we're not. Not homeless alcoholics, okay. Yeah, something like that. Oh, look, she looks nice. Hello, my name is Allison, and this is Lene. We're from New Covenant Christian Church. Aw, my Nana goes to church. Her name's Peggy Green. Do you know her? Well, I might. I do know a Peggy. <clears throat> uh, does she go to New Covenant Church? I don't know. It's a church. Well, what does she look like? <laughs> Old. The church. Old people? She goes with her retirement home in a shuttle. They have a fitted rack in the back for the walkers. They're like a gang, a gray gang. It's totally adorable. <laughs> okay. Well, can we talk? Do you have a minute? Hmm. A minute. That's a really good question. You know, I used to think I had a minute, like time was my possession, you know, something I could spend like currency. And then I thought, actually, I'm a prisoner to time. And now, I'm just not so sure. I mean, what is a minute? What is time anyway? Okay. Well, are you free to talk? Freedom. Wow, church ladies. You're really walking it with the philosophy today. Good for you. It's so cute. Do you know where you would go if you died today? No. I don't know. I mean, the last time I died, did you think I would end up here? No way! I hope the next time I'm reborn, it's on some other planet. But it's not really up to me. Well, according to the Bible, there is no reincarnation. 
man's appointed to die once and then face judgment. See, judgment. Don't you think that sounds just a tad smidge judgy? Here, let me go through the four spiritual laws with you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. I am, like, amazingly spiritual. I'm totally on the same page with you there. But I just don't know if I can get down with the whole laws and the judgy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think you two are just totally adorable. But I just had my chakras aligned, and I'm in a really good place. And you, you're in a good place, too. It's just, well, except. Except what? Well, go on. Well, if you don't mind me saying, you both sort of have a gray aura. A gray what? A gray aura. I mean, it's not anything to be worried about. If you had a brown aura, I totally wouldn't have even stopped. But it's okay. I got you covered. Here's the name of my aura massage therapist. Ooh. She can diagnose your aura, align your chakras, even give you an aura massage. It's totally amazing. Oh, and here, here's an incense sparkler. A what? It's a sparkler that also diffuses incense. <sighs> That'll probably fix you up right there. Anyway, church ladies, I gotta run. Ciao, ciao. What do we do with these? I'm waiting until she can't see us and throwing them away. But no littering. Oh, of course not. Maybe I'll keep the sparkler. Do we sound as weird to other people as she did to us? What? You think gray auras are weird? Well, they're not as bad as brown ones. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. And I'm sure to some people we do look weird. I know I've gotten some looks today. Oh, I think that man's trying to get our attention. Hi. Uh -huh. Hi, I'm, I'm Lene, and this is Allison, and we're from New Covenant Church. I thought you might be women of God. I feel the Lord has led me to you. Really? I'm, I'm supposed to ask, how can I be saved? Really? Oh, we can tell you how to be saved. Okay, so sin is our problem. We've all sinned. See in this picture? Because of our sin, we're separated from God, so this is fallen man. And over here, that's holy God. But you see this big canyon in between? Yes. So how do we get to God? Well, we try to get to God by our good works, but we can just never be good enough. We have to rely on Jesus. That's right. Okay. Okay, you see, the wages of sin is death. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to die as punishment for sin. Now, what Jesus did was come down as God in the flesh and live a perfect life. But then he was crucified and died. After three days, he rose from the dead. He paid the price for our sins and conquered death. So now, if we accept Jesus as our Savior, then his sacrifice covers our sin, and then we have access to God. You see, the cross builds a bridge between man and God. We can have eternal life. Do you want to receive Jesus? Oh, yes. What can I do? Well, we can say the sinner's prayer with you. So we close our eyes? Yeah, we can close our eyes. Just repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I am a sinner. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I'm a sinner. But I know that Jesus paid the price for my sins. But I know. Hey, buddy, I think you've got the nice little lady's wallet. What? Hold 
my oh, goodness. Give it back. Get out of here or I'll break your nose and call the police. I'm Luke. You ladies okay? Well, thank you. I don't know what to say. I say we go home. <laughs> oh, and thank you very much, Luke. Oh, you're quite welcome. I've, I've been here watching, and he did look kind of suspicious. And how did we look? Ridiculous. Well, a little bit naive. You two are kind of new at this uh, sharing the Lord thing, aren't you? First time for both of us. Well, if you don't mind me saying... You kind of stink at it. Maybe I can help. <laughs> we do stink, don't we? Well, no, if even you say we stink, it must be so you've been our cheerleader all morning. Okay. Time to put the pom-poms down and figure this out. So, how can you help? Well, maybe you could practice on me. I'll be your guinea pig. Oh, we've done all the role plays. They just don't work with believers. What makes you say I'm a believer? Well, aren't you a believer? Well, what is a believer anyway? To a lot of people, that's just a song by the monkeys. Uh, a believer, a Christian. Are you a Christian? No, I'm not. Most days I'm an atheist, and other days I'm a bit more agnostic. Well, I, if you're willing, I guess we're game. Well, maybe I can help you here. Who have you talked to today? Well, we talked to Litterbug. Oh, and Mr. Do You Know What Time It Is? <laughs> and Angry Man. Oh, and Hippy Dippy Oritic. And you rescued us from Billy the Kid. Well, that's nice nicknames, but did you get anyone's actual name? Mm, not that I recall. So let me get this straight. You talked to the last guy, <laughs> you even prayed with the last guy, and you didn't even get his name. Well, I don't think he would have given us his real name, for heaven's sake. He did try to rob us. Well, you're kind of missing my point. Is it about you, or is it about them? Well, of course it's about them. It's about the people. It's about connecting the people to God. It was about me. I was thinking about me. I was worried about what I was going to say. I was worried about what people would think of me. I was thinking how rotten the rest of the group was for not showing up. And I was thinking how rotten you were for actually showing up and making me do this. <laughs> I was actually relieved when people walked away. And she lied about her phone. Oh, Lene. No, don't be, don't, don't get upset. <sighs> to be honest, it's a little about me, too. But underneath it, if I can get past it, there is a real compassion. I want to be a vessel of God's peace to others. You must think we're terrible. Oh, no, not at all. Actually, you kind of remind me of somebody. Maybe not so self-absorbed or ineffective, but she would have fit real nice right here on the sidewalk with you two. Who's that? 
my wife, Jenny Louise. Oh, you're married? I didn't see a ring. Lene's always looking for rings. She's hunting her Boaz. <laughs> not! I'm not married. Divorced? No, Jenny died two years ago, Huntington's disease. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Do you think perhaps you're not open to God because you're mad at him because you lost your wife? Why is it that Christians always want a simple answer? It's kind of like those hokey faith films where all the unbelievers don't believe in God because of some hurt. Or they're evil rebels who have denied God so they can run with wild abandonment. Has it occurred to you that I may not believe in God because I have not found evidence for faith and that the Bible and other holy books just don't ring true to me? Well, I'm sorry, but you yourself said we stink at this. What was Jenny like? Well, I really don't have time to do her justice, but if there was any evidence for God, she would be it. So she was a believer? Yes. I mean, well, no, not at first, but after her mother died, um, she made a miraculous transformation. What happened? Like I said, Jenny had Huntington's disease. It's a genetic disorder. Her mother had it, too. And her mother was diagnosed when Jenny was just a teenager. It's a disease that breaks down the central nervous system bit by bit. You start from dropping things to tremors to falling into a complete vegetative state. It's like Alzheimer's meets Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh, I can't imagine. When a parent has Huntington's, there's a 50% chance that the child will have it too. There's a simple test to see if you have it. If it comes back negative, you're all scot-free. But if it comes back positive, you're stuck. You will get the disease. You will die. No question, no cure. I don't think I'd want to know. That's just it. Why would you? But after Jenny's mom died, there was a 50% chance that she wouldn't have it. And she just had to get out from underneath that cloud of worry. But the other 50%. Exactly. I didn't want her to do it, but she went and had that test without telling me. And that's when something happened to her. When she arrived at the clinic, a woman approached her. She later told me that this woman had a sense of urgency. She said that she had a word from God. I'm getting goosebumps. The woman said, God said, I am with you, I will always be with you, and you will always feel my presence. Sounded kind of generic to me, nothing special. But then she said, God said, when your memory fades and your body fails, I will be the strength and joy of your heart. Wow. Then she grabbed her by the hands and she looked into her eyes and she said, you have to make a decision now. God is calling you now. She made the decision, and it was later that day that she discovered that she had the gene for Huntington's. I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. How did she tell you? She didn't. About the diagnosis or the decision for Jesus? She didn't tell me about either. She knew I'd freak out over both of them, so she decided to keep it to herself for a while. But you saw a change. 
Oh, like night today. She had this glow. She had joy. Our marriage was so good. She later told me that she, about her faith, and, and she just started telling everyone. It wasn't, it just kind of flowed. It wasn't out of some obligation. I mean, we would even drive up to a traffic light. She'd roll down the window and start talking to the car next to us. <laughs> <laughs> really? How'd you feel about that? <laughs> well, if I wasn't driving, I'd have flunked down under the seat and hid. But there was no stopping her. So how did people react to her? Did they think she was nuts? No, not really. Uh, actually, in the six years that she was able to get around, only two people ever refused prayer. They were drawn to her, drawn to her heart. There was something real about her. I really didn't believe any of this Jesus stuff or buy into it at all. But people, but I just loved her spirit. I just loved the joy she had. She had so much peace, it just splashed on everyone else around her. When did you find out about, you know? Well, it was about two years later. I had noticed some changes in her, her coordination. She was forgetting things. And then one day she dropped a cup in the kitchen. and She saw me looking. She looked up and she knew what I was thinking. And led me into the study and that's where she told me about having Huntington's and the lady at the clinic. That must have broken your heart. Oh, I can't even hardly think about it. But there was something that she said that burned into my memory. She took my hands and she locked eyes with me. She said, Luke, in a couple of years, I'm going to be in the hospital bed. I'm not going to know who you are, and I'm not going to know who I am. But my one prayer is that I will always know that Jesus is with me. And then she, she paused, and she the tears froze in her eyes. And she said, Luke, I'm going to die. And I know that I'll have eternal life. She said, you're going to die too. She says, I really, really want to see you again in heaven. She said, would you please Please make a decision for Jesus. You dummy! Make the decision! You can and will see Jenny again. Let's pray! Hold on, hold on. Why is it that you guys always want to close the deal so fast? It's not like you're selling high-priced timeshares, you know. Oh. We know. But don't you see God in this? The woman at the clinic... Her word for Jenny. Isn't that evidence? Well, Jenny asked me to consider it. And I did consider it. And some days I still consider it. 
but I am not going to make a decision that brings me comfort. Hopes and wishes are not facts. Luke. Can I ask you something? Sure. In the end, in the end, did Jenny still know that Jesus was still with her? Well, in that, in that last year, for the longest time, I just couldn't tell. In that last year, she was, she couldn't walk, talk, move. Her eyes didn't seem to have any awareness of anything. But then I, then I noticed her looking at a cross on the wall as if she was looking at it with some kind of understanding. I'm sure she knew. So I decided to do an experiment. I moved that cross out of her line of sight. Her eyes fixated back again on that cross. So I went to her bedside and I used my finger. Nothing. I even used a pen. <laughs> I even used a donut. Oh my God. Gosh, does she just love Krispy Kreme donuts. But again, nothing. Nothing at all. So I took that cross off the wall and I moved the cross in front of her face. She followed that cross. So I put that cross down in the bed beside her and I took her face in my hands. And I, I tried to look into her eyes to see if I could find anything anything at all and then as a quiet as a breath without her lips even moving I heard a low sound words were forming with me she wasn't talking about her husband she meant Jesus Luke can I hug you? <laughs> as long as you promise not to steal my wallet. <laughs> Could I have a hug too? Maybe a group hug? Luke, are you sure you don't want to say the sinner's prayer? <laughs> I tell you what, how about you ladies just keep me in your prayers? Um, you two planning on coming back here to win the law? Next week, every week, same time, same place. Well... I may just come back and check on you two. Well, now, remember, you promised to help us witness to the unbelievers. You said you would be our guinea pig. You've not lived, lived up to that obligation yet. Didn't I? What have we been doing? Just talking. I mean, Allison and I hardly said a thing. Well, you did some pretty good listening there. Were you thinking about yourselves, or were you concerned for me? Oh, I see what you mean. We do care about you. I, I want to know more about Jenny. I dare you to come back. Yeah, we dare you. God's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there is a God, I, I hope he does get me. Jenny would have loved ladies like you praying <laughs> for someone like me. But ladies, I've, I've got to take my leave. Be well.
Johnson. Let's pray for Luke now.